Welcome to Get Behind Fanny, a podcast dedicated to the behind-the-scenes stories of the music, the members, and the musicians influenced by the rock group Fanny, the godmothers of women who rock. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another Get Behind Fanny podcast. I'm Byron Wilkins, Fanny fan and webmaster for the official Fanny website, fannyrocks.com. And joining me on these wild audio adventures are Fanny's drummer, Abbas DeBuer, and the daughter of Fanny's manager, Roy Silver, and historian, Dr. Kristen Hilaire Glasgow. Hello, ladies. Hey, Byron. <laughs> hey, Kristen. Hi, Byron. Hi, Alice. <laughs> Hello. You guys realize this is the last podcast for 2020. Oh Which, yeah, it means that we've been doing, it's episode 16. We've been doing this for 32 weeks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Or eight months for who's account that way. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. <laughs> That's really? just incredible. Yeah. yeah. And since this is our last episode of 2020, we've decided to look back through the year and discuss a little bit about how the Get Behind Fanny podcast came about. And we're going to do that with the song, Last Night I Had a Dream. And we're going to look forward to the year 2021 with Fanny's song, The First Time. I do remember, Kristen. It was the first time in a long time since I'd spoken with you. Um, it was April, I think. Mm -hmm. I was housebound because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And like many people during the pandemic, I started cleaning closets. Well, I ran out of closets and I had to come out to my office, <laughs> dread. And my office is just stacks of paper everywhere. But I have this habit of uh, tearing off the return address labels on envelopes until I've added it to my database, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I had your return address label and I said, well, yeah, Al, just give her a call, see how she's doing. I was so excited to see your name on my phone light mm -hmm. up. I immediately picked up, and especially because you didn't get to see that many people during the pandemic. So right. it was so exciting. We just chatted and caught up on all things, including what was happening with Fanny. And Alice asked me um, if I would be willing to tweet something out about Fanny on my personal Twitter account. And I said, of course, absolutely. I, I would do anything for Fanny. Yeah. Right? You remember yeah. that? I, that's exactly how I remember it. And I'm not making this up. When Alice and I got off the phone, Byron, I don't know if you know this story. When I went to sleep that night, I had a dream. I really did. I went to sleep that night and had a dream. I woke up the next morning and I called you, Alice, and mm -hmm. I said, I said to you, I'll do you one better. I'll start a Twitter account for Fanny Rocks. And what do you think about doing a podcast? I dreamed about it last night. Oh, well, and I said, yeah, I said, I don't know anything about doing a podcast because I didn't. I mm -hmm. said, but I know that Byron will because he's been yeah. doing one for 10 years for the Webcomic Alliance. Yeah. And I explained that basically there are two types of podcasts, uh, an interview or conversational. And Alice mm -hmm. said, why don't we do both? <laughs> yeah. I, I thought, hell, you know, let's break the mold. Let's meld sure. music, conversation, interview into one podcast. Mm -hmm. yeah. So after Byron and I talked, I put a Zoom call together for the three of us. Zoom. And yeah, we realized <laughs> that the synergy with the three of us worked really, really well. And it became our collective dream to curate this Get Behind Fanny, 
Fanny podcast. Why do I keep saying Fanny? <laughs> you know? But are you imitating little Lauren, Nigel's daughter? Fanny. 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 <laughs> we've never looked back. And we've talked a lot about Fanny's cover songs. And Last Night I Had a Dream was written and performed by Randy Newman about the same time that Fanny covered it, 1972. Mm -hmm. But like every other cover that Fanny did, it became a song that I think Fanny could have written. And we're not going to play it here. But for those that haven't heard Randy Newman's version of it, it's worth listening to because you will get to hear the genius of Fanny and how they approached a song. You know, and unlike, let's say, Hey Bulldog or By the Beatles or Cream's Badge, which those songs were very well known, this really gets to expose Fanny's genius, I yeah. think, in a different way. Yeah. yeah. And like Hey Bulldog, when the Beatles gave you permission to add a verse, Nikki went ahead and added a verse to this song. Yeah, yeah, she did. And it's actually, I think it's a really, really, really strong verse. Um, mm. You know, it takes the song into a whole other dimension, making it more of a, a bad dream or an, a nightmare, maybe. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the lyrics to that verse are, Last night I had a dream. Scared me so, you know, I woke up screaming. Saw all of my in-laws, a whole lot of outlaws in that dream. I saw the wolf man, saw the mummy too. Man, they was a mean bunch, but they was nice compared to you in the mm. dream I had last night in the dream. Bop, bop, bop. And then at the very end during the chorus after the, you know, it started out in a barnyard, mm -hmm. the lines Randy did, honey, can you tell me what your name is? Honey, can you tell me what your name is? And then Nikki added, tell me, tell me what your game is. And then she says mm. very coquettishly, you know what my game is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, really, really a fantastic addition to the song. And yeah. I think she, she really captured Newman's clever writing style. Yep. They almost could have been co-authors on this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I had previously mentioned that Mother's Pride was, as a child, not my favorite. And maybe it's because I was thinking about not just the artwork that scared me, but the <laughs> the song, uh, Last Night I Had a Dream, opens up the album. Yeah. And as a kid, I took the lyrics very literally, mummies, <laughs> vampires, and ghosts. And the instrumentation sounded yeah. eerie, you yeah. know. And it's interesting. When I spoke to Gene and June about it, they had similar memories of the eeriness of the song. I was quite amazed at listening, listening to the track, you know. You, you manage to get rid of get across whole ghostly sound yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that in the tune which I thought right. was really great well you know to tell you the truth I think part of it is that we actually knew Randy Newman and I knew what he was doing you know and so when he was saying last night I had a dream you were there and all everyone you knew and I knew were all there and and I, I know why Nikki wanted to do that because so much of life was terrifying to her and to me too so that song was a perfect tableau to lay out our terror. Alice, did you see the song like that as a nightmare or a bad dream? No, back th not when we recorded it. I didn't. Um, mm -hmm. It was it was such a different song, and it really gave me an opportunity to stretch uh, the drums sounds. Um, mm. I the I got to use the mallets to give that you know weird cymbal sound, and then the tip of the stick sliding off the cymbal, you know. Mm. 
and it was it was the opening of a whole new window on Fanny with that Todd Rundgren sound. And I thought it was really ideal, you know, being the opening track, it was perfect to introduce this new sound. And Jean thought and June thought also pretty much the same thing. We had not confidence in that song that it was the opening cup on the album, which yeah. I forgot it was. It was the opening cup. Yeah. So yeah. I guess we must have thought it would be a good way to start the album. Oh, I think we were pretty much at, at the, I don't want to say really pinnacle, because, um, you know, we, we we developed, I think, a little bit past that album. But, you know, honestly, I, I had two or three different sounds. Um, I don't remember struggling with any of them. Uh, what I do remember is I had a, uh, Gene, I'm sure you remember this, I had a tape echoplex that ran on a tape loop. And that yeah. darn thing, I would have to have two or three extra tapes because it kept breaking, you know, um, mostly because I would change the speed. I mean, you actually had to change the speed while you were playing, you know. So there was a kind of a lot of leaping around and doing stuff. But I managed to do, we managed to do. I don't remember struggling over any part of that song. And I'm amazed at how tight we are. I mean, how the song builds and how Gene and I double bass lines at different places. It's, it's really quite the architecture. Last night I had a dream. It scared me so, you know, I woke up For the uh, gearheads out there, an Echoplex was basically a pedal effects unit that had an actual tape loop built into it for providing echo and delays to, and for sounds to be pushed through it. And it was a really big hit with a lot of guitar players, and June was no exception. Yeah, mm. she and it made her, her guitar really great. But I'm listening mm. to the drum sound, which is oh, yeah. when, I, when the drums come in, Todd had given me such a fat drum sound. <laughs> I mean, that was really fat those toms were. <laughs> yes, I'm in I'm emphatic about that. Fat. Oh, good one. <laughs> well, I I have to say I'm listening to Nikki's vocals on this song uh-huh. from 20 20 years oh, and man. there is some her love her southern sounding drawl that she brings to it almost halfway oh, yeah. through. Yeah. And I love is that a banjo that's playing or at least at the sound of a banjo underneath and her lyrics about barnyard and outlaws. I just think it's fantastic. June yeah. and Jean actually were chuckling over Nikki's accent on this song. 
<laughs> but I really mean this. I see it as another pioneering moment where she was, you know, possibly Madonna before Madonna. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, I really see Nikki as being a character singer in the song. Yeah. She really co-opted that persona. I don't know. What do you think, Byron, since you're our Nikki whisperer? Anyway, <laughs> I'll whisper to her. Anyway, she uh, she does start off singing it fairly normal, with it, but yeah, then kicks into that different vocal style around minute 30 there where the barnyard stuff. And I think it's cool she changed up her style in that fashion because it, 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 it just adds to the edge of the song. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it definitely, I think she was definitely ahead of her time on that as well. encourage it but if you were in some altered state there's some <laughs> really psychedelic stuff going on i was gonna song. say trip yeah. out wow oh yeah and it's just tremendous on headphones it's like whoa but there's <laughs> also some kick-ass stuff from june yeah i really like in towards the end of the song june's guitar sound it's just down in the gutter just dirty 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 yeah. sound you know it's but Chris, fantastic yeah christian you had asked me um about whether or not i heard the nightmare when we recorded i'd said no but mm -hmm. you know now listening to it i definitely can hear that yeah. scary yeah. nightmare and that just reaffirms to me how this podcast get behind fanny podcast has given me that gift to hear fanny's music from a 2020 perspective and that really is truly for me as you know a member of that band playing that music years ago to able to be able to hear it all new it's yeah. just a huge gift I see this as a huge gift to me as well. I mean, I get to work with the both of you. I get to interview June and Jean. I get to meet fabulous Fanny fans out there. Yeah. Well, also curating stories and Fanny's music. I mean, it's just a dream come true. Well, and for me as well, you know, uh, having been a Fanny fan since I was 14, you know, how cool is it for me to be able to sit here and share my stories and love for the band through our podcast? It's just phenomenal. And of course, what would our Get Behind Fanny podcast be without a pivot? Pivot, pivot. <laughs> this is the song, the first time from Fanny Hill. I feel I have to tell you 
you can really hear it here how Richard Perry's oh. sound is so so different from oh, yeah. Todd's sound. Remarkably, yeah. So. Just on, yeah. when we were just talked on last night, we had a dream. It's like the sounds are just worlds apart. Absolutely, and the, the sounds are really different. And again, as I've said, to end Fanny Hill with the first time, mm-hmm. and then start Mother's Pride with the last night I had a dream, are really kind of special bookends. And I remember my dad and Richard discussing the order of songs on the Fanny albums. And like all recordings of the day, the choice of what opened an album, side A, how it flowed, Mm -hmm. to end going into side B was all taken into account. And that Fanny Hill opened with Ain't That Peculiar, which we've discussed on another episode, but we will discuss again, and ended with the first time. I thought was just the perfect choice because it makes Mm -hmm. the listener want to turn over the album again and start from the beginning. At least for me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Albums typically open with a strong song or a hit and Ain't That Peculiar was released as a single. And so so a lot of thought did go into the running time for each side of the vinyl record, which was usually limited to about 20 minutes or so. And of course, you know, the order of the songs, the varying of the tempo, the style, and of course, the meaning of the songs and all that. And I have all types of trivia about mastering records for loudness and all that, but I'll save that for another day. It's another song that has, you know, it's built on a story by Nikki. You know, it came as I was walking through the streets of Tinseltown. And man, that was such a perfect description of Hollywood because it was such a Tinseltown. (laughs) Yeah. But let's listen. Cheap and phony. Yeah, cheap and phony. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's listen to what Gene had to say about Nikki's lyrics. Well, as far as the lyrics go, I mean, that was quite the turnaround for Nikki saying the first time in a long time I can be myself, be myself. And she wanted to sound like she wanted to be there. Came as I walked down the streets of Tinseltown, didn't know just where I'd been, but surely I'd gone down. I mean, she was talking about her whole journey emotionally, mm-hmm. what a difficult time she had. But then mm-hmm. she come, came around to what, for the first time in a long time, I can be myself. So this, this is a really good thing. And then <laughs> it was a great thing. Richard had to go fuck it all up with more horns. I mean, it wasn't just horns that he put in there. I mean, he, he did the whole mariachi band thing for sure, you know. And we've talked a lot on the podcast about Richard and his obsession with horns. I'm not the only one on this song. You know, Jeannie agrees. She's so right. We had rehearsed this song until we could play it in our sleep. And after the horn section, all I hear is drums, bass, strings, some horns, and some vocals. Where did all of our hard work go? Where'd June go? You know? Where the hell did Fanny go on this song? And as far as the, the track goes, I mean, I got to say that was one track that I totally look forward to cutting because we had spent a lot of time in rehearsal. And I thought we had done a great job of getting the, the, the uh, different parts together and how emotional it was of playing and all that. 
And I got to say that well, I was so bitterly disappointed by the mix that Richard did, I have to say. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it starts out real great. And, and then in the middle, the, 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 the horn part you put in, it's like a mariachi band. <laughs> I just, I'm so disappointed. And the ending was, it sort of fizzled out. I just tune comes in with great slide guitar and blah blah. blah. Also, we fizzled out. I didn't. I didn't get it. But let me say that I feel like our backing vocals saved the whole thing. Our backing well, vocals true. are really good. You yeah. know, they they sustain what the emotion of the song is about. They're urgent. They're you know practically crying. You know, they're plaintive. That's a, that takes a certain. You can't just. Have three girls sing that way. You you got to know how to do it. You got to know what you're aiming for and do it together. And we did. is channeling Tom Jones there with her whoa whoa but anyway <laughs> um, now that would be unusual nice now I know it's an extremely unpopular opinion here but uh, I like the horns oh my god I'm, no I do too no but I do no, except I, now that you've pointed it out I don't yeah <laughs> thank you well, yeah exactly the same thing but I've never heard it any other way as most of us fans would have and so and also as a wee child uh, one of my favorite songs was Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire which had a mariachi horns in it so in my head if Cash could pull it off why not Fanny so I'm just I'm just saying That's but I do agree <laughs> 
the song deserved a bigger ending and not just faded out during June's Wicked solo there. Yeah. yeah. I, well, again, I, that's the only way I know the song, and I actually really sure. like the way it ends. So uh, probably an unpopular yeah. opinion as well. <laughs> you guys get to be unpopular this time. <laughs> We're on the naughty list. Yeah, anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll just stay the hip. I'll be the cool one. Um, You're the cool right. and Jean and June. Yeah, you guys are the cool ones. Yeah, we're <laughs> right. the nerds. And as we've been discussing on this episode about looking back at 2020 and looking forward to 2021, what would a podcast be without listeners? Yeah. And I right. remember so vividly, I don't know if the two of you do, that we didn't even know if anybody would pay attention oh, yeah. or right. listen. Yep. <laughs> we've been so surprised. Yeah, I I definitely was afraid of it. I didn't think oh, that yeah. anybody would listen. You stick your neck out there and it's like, oh, yeah. people are like, yeah. nah. Or a nightmare. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or a night fear. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and the moment that we started to get behind Fanny podcast, one of our oldest fans, uh, Boyd Harris, who was an early listener of the podcast, um, recently he shared a story, sent us an email that uh, he was in the UK. And I would like to read what he said because I think it's just okay. a great story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Quote, <laughs> most people take it for granted that our favorite music is available anytime, anywhere. In the pre-digital, pre-digital age, this certainly wasn't the case, and you needed heavy and bulky equipment to carry your music around. My first Fanny vinyl album was Charity Ball. Although it was their second album, I couldn't get hold of the first Fanny as I couldn't find it anywhere in the UK. Remember, no internet then. I was fortunate to see Fanny live at Liverpool Stadium, UK, on the 12th of October, 1972, and again on their next UK tour at Lancaster University on 18th May, 73. I would listen to their albums at home on my Gerard LP deck with Pioneer Amp, but I Mm. desperately wanted to listen to their music away from home. In 1973, I was working as a civil engineer for a local water supply company, designing and supervising the construction of pipelines, reservoirs, and pumping stations. A lot of work, a lot of the work was on site, and my only transport was a company vehicle with no radio. In 1972, I had one of the Philips portable cassette recorder players about the size and weight of a house brick. (laughs) (laughs) The truly portable Sony Walkman cassette player was still five years away. But using C90 cassette tapes, I'd connect the amp to the tape recorder with the DIN connector cable and transfer the vinyls to tape. At work, I would look forward to my lunch break where I'd sit in my vehicle with the bulky Phillips portable on the passenger seat, listening to Gene's amazing bass line into Hey Bulldog. For some reason, that track always sticks in my mind, an analog memory in a digital age. Close quote. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's cool. fantastic. And you know what's kind of cool? Hmm. I was actually on that 12th of October, 1972 tour with all of you. You were. I had just turned five yeah. on October 7th. <laughs> yeah. And I will, I'll never forget, Kristen, you were such an adorable little girl with the these curls. They were kind of like Shirley Temple curls, but longer <laughs> and just, just golden curls. And I remember you in the dressing room and you'd be, you'd look at Jean and then you'd look at June and look at Nikki and then you'd look at me all the time Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. very serious but just soaking it up like this little curly headed sponge 
<laughs> well, I was focused. I mean, I, in my mind, knew I was getting ready to go on tour as a family <laughs> member at some point. Yeah. So I had to be focused. And, you know, I was remembering this. My dad often had your outfits made in my size. Are you kidding? So, oh. No, especially in London. Wow. Um, wow. Who was the name of the designer who did your outfits with the coins? It was the Warner Brothers costume department. Okay, so yes, there's somewhere there's a tiny little Kristen outfit. Oh my God. Obviously oh, not. Wow. We can you imagine? Out. I know. <laughs> I hope I can find it. I still have it. Right. I still have the coin top. Oh my God. Oh, we have to. Oh, I want to see that. <laughs> but, and I, but getting back to what Boyd was describing, yeah. the photos that Boyd took on those tours, they're incredible. Yeah, they are. Oh, Especially yeah. Jean playing her bass, that one. We've posted it before, but we'll post it again so that yeah. all of you can check it out. And if any of you out there uh, do have photos uh, like that, please send them in to us at the email at fanny at fannyrocks.com. And I'll make sure to get them up on the fan site. Great. That's cool, Byron. Boyd, I want to thank you again for being such a diehard Fanny fan for all these years and now a fan of the Get Behind Fanny podcast. And I was thinking about the song the first time since I knew we were going to be discussing it. But I just wanted to say it's a big song for me on the soundtrack of my life, especially this past year. And Nikki's line when she says, and then I saw the answer and found my own way here yeah. for the first time in a long time. Yeah. I can see my future clear. That's us. That's the podcast. Oh, yeah. That's revivifying oh, yeah. Fanny and getting you to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the ultimate goal. <laughs> really. Yep. And, and the other line where she says, and for the first time in a long time, I can raise my face and smile. I have not genuinely smiled in so long. So thank you to the both of you. Thank you to our podcast listeners for giving us this new yeah. old. We've mentioned some of you, but you're all with us and are so appreciated. And for those that don't know, we have a new name. They're the UFOs, the unabashed <laughs> Fanny operatives. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good one. I like that. It's a good one. And I just wanted to say to you, Byron, I remember mm -hmm. when Alice first said to me, well, Byron's the one to do a podcast. And mm -hmm. you and I had a phone conversation. Sure. And I remember you said something to me that I never forgot. You said, well, on top of getting to talk about Fanny and listening to their music, we're going to hopefully bring joy to people mm -hmm during this terrible year. Mm. And yeah. boy, yeah. that never left me. And I have to say so many of our podcast listeners have made this exact point. Yeah. And that just means so much. And June and Jean feel the same way about the podcast. So let's listen to what they have to say. Here's to a great end of 2020 and to a fabulous yeah. Fanny 2021. We're on our path. We're getting there for Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Moving forward, yeah. Yeah, and we are moving forward on this path, you know, both in the yeah. resurgence of Fanny and with the Get Behind Fanny podcast. Mm -hmm. you know, and thank you for joining us so far on these wild adventures because we have a lot more to do. And we'll be back in two weeks on New Year's Day, maybe not too sober, uh, on 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and we want all of you to know that every episode we make is dedicated to you and inspired by you. And we are so very grateful. So here's yes, to here. you. Here, 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 here. I love everything about you.
And here's a little stocking stuffer for the holidays from the three of us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, this is going to be the last episode of the year. We have, mm-hmm. that means, what is it, uh, 32 weeks we've yeah. been doing this? It will have been on the 18th. Since May. We've been doing it wow. since May. Yeah, that's pretty pretty amazingly wonderful. Well, I love that you just Eight said months. that, Alice. <laughs> why, don't, why don't I have to, I was just, it was uh-huh. awkward. I, let's do the intro. Byron sets it up. Mm-hmm. Hello, right? And then Alice, why don't you just say what you just said? I don't remember what I just said. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, let's see if we can get through this introduction. <laughs> yeah, let's see. <laughs> you never know. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right where it says, screw yeah. <laughs> Right in that amazing spot. Yeah. Okay, hold yeah. on. Well, you talk to yourself like I do. You know, oh, I, 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 talk, I talk myself through. Yeah, I always talk it's to myself. It's embarrassing. Although, okay. Well, only if you argue with yourself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I, that's I reserve for Siri. Siri and I have yes. big arguments. Well, when, one time, one time, Angie and I were skyping, and she's looking at me, and she said, "You know, well, I don't talk to myself." And she immediately looked down at her shoulder and said, "Well, sometimes I do." <laughs> that's awesome. Say pandemic. Pandemic. No, I, I don't. No. I don't. I heard it, it on okay. paper. Paper, oh, okay. paper, 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 paper. I'm not making this up. I went to sleep last night. <laughs> last night. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying. <laughs> Hold on. Three, two. And I'm not making this up. I went to sleep that. <laughs> Why can't I say it? <laughs> okay, God, fuck it's, it's one line. It's two words. Okay, Alice, can you say yes? That's how I remember it. Okay. Just lead me in. I will do it. Three, <laughs> two, one. Yep, that's how I remember it. And I'm not making this up. I went to sleep that night after speaking with Alice, and I can't get the line right again. I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to just say it. And I'm not making this up. I went to sleep that night and had a dream. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Stop that! And it faded out right as I was taking a gulp of water. So I thought that timing was wonderful. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry, no, no, ahead. don't. So I woke Byron, up the next Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jeez. And it became our collective dream to curate the Get Behind Fanny, Podca- Fanny podcast. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned that from Kristen. It's a, <laughs> that's a technical term for it. And it added a whole other dimension to the song, making it more of like a bad dream. You know, mm-hmm. let me read her lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Put on her old lady glasses. Hey, where is it? Yeah, here it is. <laughs> what screen? So fucking hot. Well, I love how fat, I mean fat, yeah. fat, fat, <laughs> my drums sound on that song. Yes, Kristen, you can giggle if you want. I'm <laughs> Fat. Fat. 
<laughs> let's listen to fat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, now we can change that, Kristen. To, let's listen to those fat drums. Dr- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Yeah, and then, of course, Richard had to go fuck it all up with more <laughs> horns. <laughs> We're going to be looking back at 2020 and mm-hmm. looking forward to 2021 with two songs. Last night I had a dream for 2020, and mm-hmm. the first song, first song, <laughs> it's the name of a Chinese restaurant. It's really yes. good. First song. Order lo mein. <laughs> And we have so many new Fanny fans and Get Behind Fanny podcast fans, some of whom we've mentioned a lot. <laughs> Apple Scruff. <laughs> and <laughs> I knew you'd find a way. Wait, I gotta I take a drink. I gotta take a drink. Away. Hang on. <laughs> a drink. Drink up, me Aussie Joho. You know what? Let's just not play the outro. Let's just do three, two, one, because we're going to have to do three, two, one anyway. Yes. So let's yeah, just do Good point. Good point. Okay. Three, two, one. Here's to you, Clink. I love everything about you. Oh, yeah. perfect it's, it's really you it is really you byron yeah. are you ready yep Woo. Woo. Here's, here's to, to you, you.